Welcome to the What About Tuesday podcast, where we take you on the adventure of trying to turn ideas into profit, hosted by Shane and Rich. All right, today's episode, we are going to be discussing research, research, research. We've been saying it. We've been telling you about it, mostly because we've been saying it, because this is a podcast. You can't see us telling you to do it. Um, we are going into the research of our business. We've, we've went with our naming convention for our company, which was? Um, Big Circus Sneakers. Big Circus Sneakers. The guy who came up with the name, can't remember it. <laughs> After 10 minutes of us <laughs> both going back and forth and trying to remember the damn name, uh, we decided... Big Circus Sneakers. Uh, we went over the corporations, but we didn't explain on the last episode that we, we chose corporation. Um, in our current endeavor, we're going with corp um, because we're it's more structurally sound for what we're trying to do. Uh, but for this, this uh, theory crafting that we're doing and, and showing you all how we, you know, how the processes kind of work, we started researching the market. We started researching around in our area. We went from thinking we had no competition because who sells clown shoes this day? And then, Rich, when you were researching, what did you find? I found that Google, Amazon, Walmart, eBay, Target, um, all sell clown shoes. Um, you can go online. You can find clown shoes anywhere from $21 all the way up to $937. Right. I found that we have jumbo clown shoes. We have big clown shoes. We have different manufacturers that actually do custom clown shoes. We have candy apple um, costumes. We have HalloweenCostumes.com. We have um, a plethora of different type of clown shoes. We have the funny it clown shoes that you can get it tattooed on the back of a boot. Um, it's really, really, really interesting. Wait, this is important. Is it the Tim Curry It or Skarsgård It? Um, no, it is actually the new It, the funny looking It. Yeah, Skarsgård. If it was the original one, I'd probably press the button I mean, and buy some. 100% right like picking up the two. All right. Um, but he has different types of clown shoes. They even got spooky clown sneakers. Right. All right. So and that's at Zip Nice. There's all types of clown, clown this, clown that. Okay. So, um... With with the one thing about corporations is that you know the idea is that you can go bigger than other you know national you can go worldwide and stuff like that. But again, as we said, the cost right. This is a cost that you're spending only when you know for certainty that's that's the kind of structural you know integrity of a company that you want to go with. Looking at this, um, and we want to preface that we're not doing this as like oh look we can't sell clown shoes because of the internet. Um, we're more looking at it in the terms of like we have this idea. And this is our first roadblock. But this roadblock essentially isn't one that we want to uh, delve into. We don't want to. We want don't want to go into that battle. So we are gonna back up, and we're gonna come up with another idea because um, we've already done the research of, of how to do the corpse and stuff like that. So we have that information with us, and now we have to to restructure now. And the funny thing is about restructuring now. Get used to it because you're gonna restructure a lot. There's gonna be a lot of things that are gonna come through. Um, ideas that you thought were present were not going to be there available. Distributors that you thought you had unlocked are going to tell you to kick rocks. Uh, market, the, you know, market over market saturation is going to occur. Things to that nature. Like we are um, in a, a, what are we like mid? I think we're like a mid size city, right? 130,000 people is considered mid in this area. Um, I don't so want to confirm or deny it. It's the fourth largest in the area. It's the fourth largest. Okay, so it is fourth largest in the area, but compared to like. A lot of other places, 130,000 isn't that much. But in this 130,000, we we kind of have a micro saturation for hobby shops, right? We have 
us. We have the guys up the street. We have the guys in 15 minutes over. We got the guys 20 minutes over. And then we have the other store that, you know, we were working with and trying to, you know, set up stuff with them. And we haven't heard much from them. Um, so we don't Summarize know. that we have more Main Street than Wall Street. You, We have more hobby shops than what periodically would be considered healthy is what I'm saying. It's like in this area, we're considered we're considered saturated in the market. Um, even though, as you were saying yesterday, there's a lot of people that don't believe in this kind of stuff, magic cards and things of that nature. Um, you know, $7 billion industry growing faster than any other industry in the last 20 years, all this other stuff. But that well, doesn't mean more shit. of a non-belief. It right. was more of a how can you convince an investor to come in and invest their money in, into a company or into a business that they really have no clue Correct. about. So um, in that sense, I would I would actually kind of preference with it was more of a you giving your pitch yeah. to a company yeah. to an escrow to an investor okay. who would want to come in and invest in something got it that so i don't want to completely make the magic community feel like they're worthless no they're not they're absolutely not. okay uh the gaming community as a whole is not worthless the game gaming so usually when i talk to people and they're like um perfect example um my bad shit crazy neighbor um she's completely out of her mind so she screamed at me one time and said you know go fuck yourself gamer boy and i was just like to be fair bam i own the store I own the business. I, I might be a gamer boy. You are correct, but I own the company. You know, this isn't a, oh, you're sitting in your mommy's basement, fucking eating Cheetos, looking, you know, pretending like you're you're crazy as shit. But that's that's what it is. Is like, but then my favorite statement for most people is like, so what did you humans do for the last thirty something thousand years where we were pretending to not kill each other? I can understand that. But like you said, she told you to go F yourself, gamer boy. And that's basically where we were kind of on yesterday. A lot of people that, especially older people, are mm -hmm. people that are used to traditional markets, right. might not see the value in something that is new, up and coming, even though Magic has been around for more than 20 some years. Right. It might not see the actual value in the gaming and in different. But Hasbro alone has been around for 80 No, years. but Hasbro, a lot of people <laughs> look at Hasbro as like, you know, action figures, because I don't want to say men dolls. Um, action figures, they look at it as Barbie. They look at <clears> it as, like I said yesterday, Toys R Us. And you're talking about like Mattel. Well, Mattel, it is what it is. Mattel and Hasbro are two different. But the thing is, it, it all falls into um, where Somebody some adults. Watch Netflix. You need to go like, watch Netflix and they, watch the, the the dolls that made us. No, well, I, I watch I mean, that and then come back next all, week all tomorrow. I'm, all, I'm say, all I'm saying is that a lot of people that believe that they're grown just because of age. Right. Not because of any type of knowledge, research, or anything. Just yeah. believe that because I'm 21, I'm grown. I don't play with toys no more. I don't play with, you know, cards or video games. I need to go out and get a real job. I need to invest in something that's going to bring my money back to me, like in gold or silver, platinum, oranges, apples, you know, those types of things. Something in IT, I'll invest in Apple, but I won't invest in Magic or Mattel. Right. Those are the type of people that have most of the money out there in the world. Mm -hmm. All right. Now, the creative thinkers are the people sort of like Steve Jobs and Elon Musk and different things like that. They might be more inclined to invest if they are a gamer boy. Right. If there are someone that has played these games growing up, someone that likes like Ninja, the famous YouTuber, he might be willing to invest in a gaming type of company with some of his money that he's earned or won. Right. Versus someone that has 
traditional values of Wall Street. Correct. And then, so, as usual, we're always going on topic. Um, but that, to circle it all back around, I mean, that is that is why we are we are for our theory of crafting of this business. Um, we are dumping the clown shoes because where we're at locally, it's it's a no-fly zone. Like, it's we're never going to sell things locally. Um, online, it's saturated. We had no plans of making our own, you know, shoes. We were going to get them from a distributor. Um, and, and so the process of what we were doing there basically came out to like, we're never going to see real money. And, it, and it's not that we're never going to see real money because it's theory crafting, but it was like, even the money that we were fakely supposed to see, we were never going to see, right. We were, we're going to go into like, okay, so now we come back, we're, we're, we're rethinking, we're pitching ideas back and forth to each other. And we are in the South. So one thing that has predominantly done very well, booze. Alcohol. Alcohol. Food has not done very well around here. What? Yeah. Restaurants around here close hardcore fast. So if you make a restaurant in the last like three years here, you're you're like a Michelin star restaurant around here. It's it's crazy. Um but and then that's the, because everyone's chefs here. Everyone that goes home, they want to add Tony Sasseries and everything. No, I mean I'm sure that is some of it because I've I've talked to some of the cooks here and I'm just like, wow, you guys, okay. Everyone's uh, chef here. Yeah, but it's like every. Yeah, I mean everybody can cook and there's a lot of like you know hey let's go like let's eat out together let's go grab you know hey instead of let's going out everybody just come over the house grab grab some ingredients head on over we'll potluck this shit we'll we'll you know family style this and all this other stuff so. But so we know we okay, but we can dabble in food, right? Because you know, quick search, uh, we figured out that kitchens have a liquor license loophole. Mm. So as long as we qualify, quantify as a kitchen, as far as the city is concerned, we can serve alcohol. And in this area, as long as we prep food, we can't purchase pre-prep food. We have to prep some of our food, not all of our food, some of our food. So the easiest thing would be to do it, but more like chicken wings and finger foods. Chicken wings and finger foods are my personal favorite, elotes and tamales and things to that nature. So, so now we have an idea, right? Now, okay, now we're brainstorming, we're going back and forth. Going, All right, booze. And like, you, you've been around the world. We've talked yeah. about that. I've been around. You know, there's some amazing cultural food that could easily be mm-hmm. made here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, that's all of us. Yeah. Um, and then there's also some amazing liquor and, and drinks and spirits and beer. Oh man, there's some great beer out there that we can, we can get for, from a, a decent distributor. All right. Now we have a, a concept, right? Okay. Well, why not? Let's open like a bar or a kitchen. But if we did just a bar and a kitchen, we're like everybody else. So now we need to be different, right? Correct. All right. Now you've thrown events, multiple ones. I've thrown events. Tuffer's been to events. Tuffer's just shaking his head. Um, <laughs> um, well, you know, a good way to sell that kind of stuff is have events and bring people in. So now we're looking at, okay, how are we going to do all this? Like, what are we doing now? Are we going to close down the shop and turn the shop into a bar when we already have something going? Or are we just going to add to it? Most likely, um, either we're going to have to find a new location right. or we're going to have to add to it. And the way the shop is set up now, I don't believe that it would be conducive to what we're trying to do. Absolutely wouldn't. I've already looked multiple times. Um, and we will eventually get Kelly on here and he'll go over all that stuff with us. But so now, okay, we, we went down one avenue, didn't work. We, we backed up. We went down another avenue. Now this avenue kind of has merit, right? Because now we know 
we're playing to our strengths here locally. And this is a this is a big thing that I cannot preface enough. You can have haters, but if your haters outweigh your your friends and family or, or your positive people, chances are you're a fucking idiot and you're doing this wrong and you're pissing off the wrong people and you're going about it the wrong way. So But before we get into like the local like um but you, what I'm saying thoughts is thoughts about you. No, no, no. Let's go pro the cons. Okay, I'm not even saying that because like more people like me than they don't like me around here. That's that's <laughs> more than fair. More people like me than they don't. Um, is that like you need to if you're structurizing your business that is not on online sell, right? If you're not e-commerce in your business, if you're not selling, um, you know, uh, if you're a couponer, which I know plenty of couponers that do this, they they stack up like a warehouse full of stuff and they just sell it online for like you know because they're getting it basically for free because of the coupon systems. Um, before you you know that that's the whole different monster. We're talking about building local brick and mortar, you know, establishment that goes out, right? Yeah. We're, we're starting, we're kind of, we're doing it as traditional as we possibly can in 2020 without ignoring the fact that it's going to screw us if we continually stay Correct. down in 2020. Correct. But since you brought up, you know, the public perception, right? What is, what, like, we can have a million dollars to just throw into a bar. Yes. We can throw it into buying alcohol. We can get all the chicken fingers and chicken sides and pastry dishes and whatever we want. We can even go wine. We can just do it. We could all the bells and whistles. Yeah. What can, like, what can make someone want to come out? Because if I ride right down Johnson Street right now, yeah. there's maybe six daiquiri spots that I could stop to. There's possibly eight places. Yes, probably. I'm just being (laughs) conservative. Um, Just for all the listeners. There's probably six chicken wing spots. I mean, there was like, I don't want to call out one, but someone opened up two locations of chicken wing places right off Ambassador. It was open for two months. It was closed in a month. (laughs) It was that quick. It was open, closed. Yeah. And I was just so amazed because I was like, I'm going to stop over there one day because, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. For all my wing stop people out there, y'all know who I am when I come in. I have an order. I just put my phone number in. They know it's me. I go and get it. I go to KOKs. They know it's me. It is what it is. Right. And I wanted to give that place a chance, but it wasn't open up fast enough yeah. for me to give it a chance. I mean, I went by maybe eight weeks. It was open, then it was closed. So what's going to stop, make people want to come to our location? Instead of saying, hey, you can go buy, like, this is something you can't do in New York that you can do here. My wife talks about it all the time. We've been here four years. She talks about it every single time we go to the grocery store. You walk into the grocery store, and it's a liquor store inside every grocery store here in Louisiana. You can get liquor at Walmart. You can get liquor right. at Albertsons. Yeah. You can get liquor at the gas station. You can right. get liquor everywhere. What's the stop someone to be like, yeah, I'm going over to Rich and Shane's place. And we're going to have fun and I'm going to eat all the chicken wings and spend my money and drink. Right. And that's and that's where you, you know, we, we go back to the very, very beginning of the, the, the episode and research, market research. If you uh, I mean, we're going to keep hammering this into people's heads because that is that's one of those things that I'm, I'm really we're always worried about because I've, I've done the business classes with people. I've done the MBA stuff. Um, I've got all these guys that I know. And it's amazing how much or well not how much but how little research gets done when mm. when people are going through this stuff this process they, is that they, something you find in this area or something that you find everywhere that's everywhere i've i've talked i've i've literally handhelded tons of business people my hobby when i was like 18 was i don't know if this is considered illegal anymore might not have been uh, so shelf corporations right okay. 
you know, you, you set them up and you, you, you get things going and then you sell them off because it's, you know, somebody doesn't want to do the footwork. Now, can you explain the shelf corporations for all of our viewers that might not know what that is? Because oh. some of them look at it as a Ponzi scheme. Some of them look at, at the pyramid schemes, kind of like legal, okay. you know, prepaid legal. Right. OK, like so so a shelf corp and a shell corp are essentially the same thing. They just have different lifespans. Um, shell corporations are usually designed when, you know, um, different various corporate corps need, um, leniency in certain areas. So like, even though we are going to do our corp outside of, um, Nevada, right. We might, and we're doing our DBA as, as what we're doing our DBA as we might need something in between that. Cause the state says, Hey, we're going to tag you for this and this if you don't have that there. Yeah, you have to be in Louisiana. Right. Like, register with the state. Correct. The and then shell, shelf corps are something that you basically are just, they're there to design, to build as far as a, a business in a box mentality. Pretty much you come to somebody who's got one or multiple and you go, hey, I've, you know, I need good, I need a good tax credit system. I need something with at least two or three years of history. I need something with a bank account. I need something that has this and all this. Basically you come up to a guy, um, like me who has all this stuff and it just goes, okay, well, like, Hey, look, I've got this, this business and this credit line is about, you know, it's in it's seven hundreds. I'll sell it to you for X, Y, Z. And then that person is, you know, they have the, they have a new business that everything's taken care of for them. They, we just transfer titles from me to that person. Like a um, car. Like a car. Um, and, you know, in some places that's, you know, depending on how much money is in that bank account and how much is transferred and all this other stuff, um, it can be very, uh, very quick and clean and, and not dirty process. Um, in some cases, in some places, it is considered a, a big <clears throat> no-no. Like you, you cannot do that kind of stuff because as far as there, you know, and this was not my intentions. And this is, I don't know if anybody actually did this, but some people might use that for, you know, criminal purposes, right? Hey, I need to launder a bunch of money. Let me get that shelf corp. Here's the money. Now I can put that money into that shelf corp and that corp's always been there. And so when people come looking at me for money, that's why I suddenly have a $50,000 bank account. Well, we will encourage people to stay away from that. Right. It is, it is, it is a very gray line. It is something that like, you know, for you to do it, it's not illegal, right? It is not illegal for you to set this stuff up, pay the money, pay the monthly dues, pay your taxes, use it for a credit line, build up your a business credit, do all this other stuff. It's not illegal for you to make and sell a business. No, it is not. But, but do your due diligence on whoever you're selling your business to. If a guy shows up with $200,000 in ones, he's probably a strip club owner and it's okay. If it's $200,000 in hundreds, questions should be asked. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, but that's that's where we're, you know, and that's that all comes, and again, that's all research stuff. You, you know, check your local laws, talk with your lawyer, business lawyers and all that stuff. If that's that, if that's a business structure kind of mentality you want to do, because it's basically what Delaware does. Right. That's that's essentially what the Delaware program is, is, hey, here's a P.O. box. Here's all this information. You give us thirty five hundred dollars. We fill this all out for you and you're done. 
Somewhat. I would say more of along the lines of they have an escort party set up. And right. what they do is they take in your business almost like a DBA, your yeah. business ass. Right. But they actually make you a partner. So you can do that under an escort to where you can have multiple companies right. under. It's basically the same but thing. But you have, you know, you can have a whole bunch of owners. So yeah. everybody under the escort can be their own owner. It's a parent company. Right. And then there's other companies. Right. So, and that's what I'm saying. Like, that is basically the same thing. It's it's buy, buy a business box. But know? as far as here in South Louisiana, if we're going into the um, chicken wing and alcohol business, what is going to separate us from them? Uh, that would get us arrested. So Tover, Tover's making okay, a, a well, great funny well, suggestion. Well, he, and he, he, he did. He did. He did. And it, I, let's address it. Uh, Hooters. I addressed it. Let's address it. No, we, we had the competition. Topless. I know, but let's, let's, let's go ahead and just address it. Hooters almost damn near is topless. Hooters is damn near extinct. But still, they're still in business here in Southwest Louisiana. Okay, so here, I can go right there. Right, off so the your your question your question to me is how how do we change? We're 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 already how are we different? How are we different? How are we fighting this this battle? And now we're you know and this is you know these internal this should be kind of also an internal dialogue for yourself when you're coming up with these business ideas. You should have your own rich across from you going, no, show me the money, and you should be able to handle that person <laughs> um no but it, it's it's like okay so what makes us different is we can we just we become different right and how do you become different you you see you know it, it's much like i hate to do it this way but i'm gonna do it anyway your wife mm -hmm. she's different from everybody else you've dated correct but she's similar to everybody else you've dated no that's the only thing no, that no. i have to say in my life okay so other women that I've dated right. and I've been with yeah. were almost all alike. Okay. Like I was attracted to that same person. When I chose my wife, I decided to go outside that box. Right. And go with something that I've never ever Okay. So dealt and, with. and but there is there's always some psychologically there are always some similarities. It, it just it's not even though you might not consciously know it, subconsciously there are similarities. But those those are the similarities of the things that you enjoyed from the other people you've dated. Right? It is like there might be. You might give me a trouble, Shane. No, no, no. Okay, it's not. It's, it's kind of like, like I'm. I'm explaining to you, like, right. just for me. Yeah. Like, you know, your situation might be different than mine, but like, honestly, tell you yeah. the truth, and I think my wife knows this. If I, if I'm like being an alcoholic. Yeah. All right. I decided because of the women that were dating, they were all toxic to me. Okay. So I decided to choose my wife because it was something you, that you I got needed. sober. Yes, I got okay. sober. Good, good, good save. Good yeah. save. Great. Um, and I, I essentially did the same. So that's that's what we're we're talking about doing. We need to become sober. But we also, to become sober, you can never become sober without, again, research, but you can never become sober without knowing where the failures actually are. So not saying anything about KOK in a negative way um, or wing fingers in a negative way because they're right next to each wing other. Stop. Wing stop. No, it's wing fingers. Oh. Wing stop is Pizza Hut, bro. No, wing stop. Like, wing stop is wing stop over by Albertsons. Oh, That's wing stop. No, wing fingers is right there on Johnson. Yeah. Wing fingers is my boys. Hey. Um, Make sure you're KOK okay, okay, guys. It's fine. They're friends. All right. Whatever. whatever it is. Anyway, so, but we're not okay. So we know we here. Here's how we're different. We don't sell wings. That's how we go different. Finger foods. We we do it. still sell finger foods, but here's here's how we really get it right. Uh, Louisiana as a state as a whole has been a hodgepodge of, of different cultural foods all over the place, right? You know, and you do have. And to be fair, can you fucking cook Creole? Creole, Crollo, Creole, Creole. Can you cook Creole? No, I can't. I sure as fuck can't. 
but I can cook. I, 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 you want me to do some sushi? You want me to do Mexican? You want me to do Ethiopian? You want me to do Indian? You want me, you know, all these different cultures. We can do that. So why don't we do that? We're going to become the place you want to go to because you know what? I've never had that one dish. And it's the only place in town I can go get that dish. But I can also drink while I'm over there. Okay, cool. I can have food. I can have a drink. So what – What? But and I know Richard's going to do this because it's what he does all the time. Well, what makes that different than McDonald's? Okay, well, <laughs> here's what makes it different than McDonald's. You can come play games, right? You can play board games with us. You can be part of a different community and build out outstretch your current community, right? You can, um, you know, maybe – as, as Topher and I have been discussing as far as like a paranormal uh, uh, convention coming up and stuff like that, like maybe we, we get a site that's big enough to do that kind of stuff. Well, if we got a bit site that's big enough to do cons. I don't do a nightclub, right? Okay. Now, now we're going, okay, well, how much shit can we get away with? Realistically, you with a lot right now. This is the best part. We still have things that we can sell online, right? So we still can get in the online segment and sell goods and wares nationally, internationally, because of our, our alliances, allowances. And then locally, we get to create an environment that nobody else has really done fully, which will allow us to build that local brand. Because if you still have friends at home, you can go out a little bit more, right? I agree with the whole concept. Yeah. It's a matter of just getting people to agree and to yes. come out and want to support. Because without people... I'm stuck. And we will go over how you don't always have to be stuck where you're at. You can always, and we'll, we'll, we'll go over that. Actually, you know what we'll do? We'll do that um, now. Let's do it. Let's do that now. All right, guys. So what Thanks. we're going to do is we're going to close this episode, um, reminding you all to do your research and be okay with willing to change. And we're actually going to go ahead and bust out a, a second episode, which we will put out on for Monday. Um, and that way tomorrow we can all rest because we're all dead tired, dude. Like, I'm looking at all of us going, um, okay. Uh, Rich, anything else you want to add before we sign off on this one? No, I just think that, um, everything that we're doing, um, will bear fruit hopefully with before 2021. Okay. And Topher from our, our friendly sponsor, do you want to add a little tag for GPR? I got it right this time. Uh, next time. He says next time. All right. Write it down. Okay. All right, everybody. Um, stay tuned for you know our outro, and we'll catch you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us on What About Tuesday. And remember that some ideas will not make you a profit. However, all profits come from ideas. This is Rich signing off. This is Shane. Thank you for fo again, and we'll catch you next time. <laughs>